sucks, count this money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This is Famous Now. Stand by for Retro Rockets. Today's superstars, community builders, legacy owners, hustlers, champagne poppers, and wait, there's more. Welcome to Famous Now, your host, the one and only, Ladarius Ely. Ladarius Ely. Welcome to the Famous Now Show, being powered by the Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Guys. I have to show love for the home team, servicing the overlooked and the underserved at www.thenowlegacy.com. Today, today, we have, <laughs> I made a blush already, today, we have an important figure, she's a mom. Mother of two. Mother of two. She's on. She's a military veteran. She's also a retired educator, but not so much retired. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, I have the author of these great books right here. And if you don't know who I'm referring to, I'm referring to Miss Dr. Payton. How you doing today? I'm fine, Darius. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I know, I know we talked and I'm gonna make sure I say Miss Mary Payton, Miss Mary, Dr. Payton. I just want to make sure <laughs> you get all the flowers for it for for being who you are. Um kind of talking about being who you are. Um before we go in there, I want to give your flowers. Okay. I want to give your flowers. Uh it's important to it's important to know and say when you meet someone that is doing God's work, that has great energy, that is uh, running around the country, literally, and helping so many people understand where STEM is and how important STEM is for our future. Um, Dr. Payton, thank you for your, your service, first of all. Thank you for all that you do. Um, putting so many hours into your craft, um, being in education, speaking with the kids, speaking with the generations. Thank you. Thank you. You can, I can't thank you enough for that, but thank you because, um, they need it. We need it. It's, and it's, it's a necessary to pass on to the next generation. So I thank you. I give you a flowers right now. Thank you. Thank you. And you know, uh, Darius, I, I like what you just said, passing on to the next generation. Because we, I'm not saying that we don't do that, but we have somehow forgot that we do that. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of our kids came up just like me. Mm -hmm. You know, I uh, went to Trimble Tech High School in Fort Worth where I learned uh, health occupations. I was a dental tech, uh, which got me into STEM careers. Right. I also took auto body, auto mechanic because... I was going to graduate early and my mom was like, you're not going to graduate early. <laughs> you need to stay in school and get something else. So yes, I learned how to fix cars. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not saying I'm good at it because cars now, they got, they, they got a little <laughs> bit too much technology. Yes, but yet and still, when I look at my, my background and, mm -hmm. and 
going to tech and working with my stepfather on working on cars and stuff like that, uh, the STEM fields make you think. It makes you troubleshoot. It makes you fix things. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it makes you problem solve. And, you know, we can't sit back and say, well, if it don't work, I don't know how to, I don't know what to do. Right, yeah. right. One of my favorite stories is um, uh, Danita. She has a, a son. Okay. That um, he is ADHD, I think, and don't kill me. But this kid is so smart. I mean, he's, you know, low level ADHD. And she said they dropped the remote control to the television. Uh-huh. And he looked at it and he goes, ah, I can fix that. She said she looked at her husband. They handed it to him because they couldn't fix it. Yeah. He fixed it. So what the kid is problem yeah. solving. Yeah. Oh, so. wow. Hey, that's okay. That's awesome. Um, that's an awesome story. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hearing things like that, hearing that, um, how that could be STEM related, right? Mm-hmm. Hearing that, let's get into the or, the origin of your your STEM story, your your pathway into STEM. Let's get into the origin. I know you said it, you mentioned uh, Trumbull Tech mm-hmm. going there. Okay, um, Forward ISD. Uh, <laughs> you spent your years at Trumbull Tech, but um, they at that time. Fort Worth was one of the only school districts that were offering about three different high schools were offering Mm -hmm. a a technology pathway and you chose to go to Trumbull Tech. Yep. Okay. At your, at your your time at Trumbull Tech, you worked in the nursing field, the 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 occupation, dental, dental dental occupation. Okay. And then uh, dental assistant, which that helped you pay for college, right? Sure did. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. (laughs) Okay, but so going into this early on, you got to think, you got to know at this point in time, it's a fairly new program, right? It's something, a new curriculum they're trying to trying to build and also kind of get an oversight on it while they're working with you guys. Um, during this time, did you have any expectations? When I went to tech, because... Um... Texas is one of the states that had what they call a um, school to work. After you graduated high school, they wanted you to be certified in something to go to work. Mm -hmm. Um, Tech, when you graduated tech, you had a certification in, you could have certification in, let's say, with health health occupations, you could be a um, dental assistant, Mm -hmm. you could be a pharmacy tech. You could be a CNA, uh-huh. uh, you could be medical transcription, you know, or if you could do masonry or you could be an electrician, any of the civil engineers uh, type things. Or um, back then when you used to print the newspaper, yeah, uh, we had printing, we had auto body, auto mechanic, we had journalism, we had business. And my sister did business. My brother did um, the civil engineering side. Wow. And I did the medical side, Wow! but it was, I mean, you know, they had cosmetology like most Mm -hmm. schools, but when you graduated, you could go straight to work in a skill that paid you, you know, well enough to, you know, have a career and take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And there were only three schools in Fort Worth ISD uh, that were like, 
were like that. Yeah. And then later on, Dallas got Skyline, uh, which was pretty much the the same. Okay. Because uh, Texas had this work uh, school to work ethic. Okay. And I'm finding out even now there are a lot of states that don't do what Texas does. Right. Um, if any kid graduates from a high school in Texas without a skill, they didn't do themselves a justice. They did not. But I must. <laughs> that's good. Okay, so that was your origin. You you went to Trumbull Tech, and mm -hmm. like we said, you you got involved at that time. Was it being referred to as STEM? No, okay. it wasn't. It was referred to as trade. Trade. A trade school, trade a technical school. school. Okay. So it wasn't referred to as, as STEM back then. Okay. And so because it was more hands-on experiences. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to my brother Remy. He's on the on the boards today. Yeah, we're gonna have a little vibes going on. So I was like, yeah, okay. So. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh so uh during this time, trade school. Um now I see a lot of emphasis for trading now. Trade schools mm -hmm. are STEM or uh, hands-on mm -hmm. activities. Uh, at one point in time, the four-year universities became the higher ceiling mm -hmm. versus I want to go somewhere and get hands-on experience and fall into this career path. Now, I think things are transitioning just a little bit. I think it's important that you build a skill yeah. along the way. Oh, yeah. And along the way, that skill that you built during your time at Trimble Tech, working as a dental assistant, as we mentioned, this is what paid for your college. <laughs> it, it, it sure did. I worked for den dent several dentists while I was in school. I also was able to get... Um, uh, Pell Grant and work study. Wow. And so, yes, that definitely having that skill helped me to pay for college. Now, I went to UTA and got my bachelor's in biology and okay. PE. And I loved both of those fields because I was, I thought I was going to be super coach yeah. until <laughs> uh, I found out at UTA um, women were not allowed to get coaching certifications really? in the 70s. No, I'm, I'm in the 70s. And so I had to get a special uh, thing from the dean of the university to go do coaching and kinesiology mm -hmm. stuff. So I was like the only female in a lot of my classes because women didn't do that. Yeah. You know, they taught PE. They yeah. didn't do kinesiology. And wow. so and kinesiology was totally unheard of. Right. But that's what I did, and that's what I liked. Wow! So you broke down, you broke down the doors, basically. A little bit. Barrier break. <laughs> a little bit. A little hey bit. guys, if you just tuning in, we have Doctor Payton on. The, we got the author, the world world renowned author, um, Taylor Stem. Stem. I, I really like uh, the graphic, the design. Thank we you. talked a little bit about it um, in pre-production. Yeah. How I think it can be beneficial. Um, so. Leaving, leaving college, mm -hmm. you venture into another career. I went in the military. Military. I started out enlisted. Okay. And I went in because I wanted to travel. I wanted to see other parts of the world other than, than Texas. Okay. And um, after three years of being enlisted, 
you know, people were like, you have a degree, you need to be an officer. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I went to TCU, okay. joined their ROTC while I was getting my master's okay. uh, in education. And, um, you know, did not find out till later. I was the first African-American in 1987 to get commissioned an officer in Army wow. ROTC at TCU. And so I was like, Neil uh, came to me one day. He said, Mary, do you know that this is you? I'm like, child, please stop. <laughs> and, but I got commissioned uh, as a chemical officer, okay. which is chemical, biological, nuclear. And uh, I did that for, you know, my military career spans 29, just a little over 29 years. And, uh, you know, I was lucky enough to be in a field that I liked. Uh-huh. I worked at um, chemical defense training facility. I uh, was the director of nuclear training, uh, writing books in nuclear wow. physics, health physics, you know, would train, be oversee training for over, you know, 4,000 people a year. Wow. But, you know, I got to do what I like. I still right. got to do what I like. Right. And, and kind of doing what you like. But one of the things I did get to do while what I was is there that? for what 16 is years, I coached basketball. Really? As <laughs> short as I am. Yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> while you were in the military, you had the opportunity to do Oh, that. yeah. Wow. Now, how did that work? Loved it. Loved it. Um, again, only female coach okay. in, in Germany. And uh, they used to laugh at me because I never would wear pants to a game. I always wore a skirt and pumps. <laughs> And so I would always get like at least three texts. I never would get that last one to get me thrown out of the game. <laughs> but you know. yes, ma'am. And so you truly enjoyed that because coaching is a part of your life. Coaching, yeah. um, teaching. Yeah. Okay. So, oh man, I, I, we gotta we gotta get some footage on that now. We no, gotta get don't. some footage on that now. No, yeah, <laughs> we gonna find it, y'all. All right. So then. You go on. You said something during that time. You you wrote. You was you became Arthur. You came. I was Arthur for the Department of Defense. Wow. I um, first thing I wrote was um, uh, patient decontamination on the okay. battlefield for one of our contamination avoidance um, books, and then I did uh, six other books in nuclear physics, radiation wow. physics, health physics. Um, contamination avoidance and stuff like that uh, that's used by all services mm -hmm. and a lot of the training material for that wow. back in the in the 90s wow <laughs> okay so you you just multi-talented seems like you're someone that even though you were doing the main thing mm -hmm. military you still was able to venture out into other things oh yeah was that was that um a nature to always grow or was it just something you just you know you was invested in doing i was that person who always wanted to learn something i okay. wanted to learn how things worked uh i wanted to show people how things work um i wanted to make people um better okay but but and i was given that opportunity while I was in the military 
to actually do the things I like to do. Now, you know, 90, um, in 1999, I came uh -huh. off active duty, but I stayed in the reserves because I had children, uh, I had became a divorcee and needed to put family 100% first. Uh -huh. And, um, but I kept getting mobilized because of my background. Uh -huh. And I got mobilized three times. Uh, two of those times I was able, because I, once I was here in Texas and the other time I was in Hawaii and I was able to have my um, boys with me uh -huh. and, you know, hire somebody to help. But, um, you know, I was able to do the things I like and uh, computers kind of became a, a interest of mine. Okay. And so I started doing computer programming and coding and stuff like that. Um, you know, textbooks, here's yeah. a book, I can, I can code it, I can write it. And so I developed several codes for tracking deployment and stuff like that for uh, soldiers that were getting deployed and redeployed uh, during 9-11. Oh, wow. I, I know I keep saying wow, but these are wows, man. Like, I, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> it's just but, a job. I mean, you make it sound so effortless, like the things that you did. But most important in that in that um, last statement that you made, you spoke about having your kids around, having your family around. Mm -hmm. How important was it to expose them at a young age to their lifestyle, traveling, um just being able to see more it was extremely important because um you know only one deployment i had to leave my children for one year okay and so i was without them that one year and i was like that will never happen again and uh well not deployment but activation and so the last two times i got activated because i was um I was not being sent to Iraq or Iran or Afghanistan. I made sure I had them with me. I had a, I was high enough rank. Mm -hmm. I was a Lieutenant Colonel. So my pay did not prohibit me being able to provide for help or support help or pay for help. Mm -hmm. uh, just in case I had to go off somewhere for, you know, a meeting or something like that. Um, so, you know, giving them those opportunities to see some of the things that I got to see was extremely yeah. important. I mean, when we were in Hawaii, you know, I, I worked, worked regular shift sometime, <laughs> but we did uh, go to the different islands. We talked about how they were wow. built back then. Kilauea was still erupting. Uh -huh. So we went to the big island and we saw that erupt at oh, night. Wow. And that's in the and that's in the book. And uh, so they got to see those things um, actually happening. Mm -hmm. My older son used to tease me. He goes, I can't understand why when you get off work, you still have all this energy and you want to go look and you want to go see and you want to <laughs> take us places. Yeah. So. I mean, hey, you, was run, you was on the island and you were doing something you love. So, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. And so now, now nowadays um you get you get to you still kind of live out there traveling thing. i do um your kids do they do they travel with you as much as they used to 
no, because they have their their lives there mm-hmm. um, in their twenties and thirties. And uh, my oldest son is married. Uh, okay. Shout out to Hey Sarah for putting up with Taylor. Uh, <laughs> and then my son Aaron, he is a uh, sound engineer. Okay. And uh, he, um, you know, he travels, you know, throughout the different states and all over Texas. And he has his own media production company. Okay. Um, shout out to Paper Tone Studios. Paper Tone uh, Studios. <laughs> and so, um, you know, but they still do some of the things that we used to do. Right. Like one morning, Aaron gets up and he goes, hey, I'm going down to Glen Rose. I just feel like I want to walk around Dinosaur National Park. I'm like, okay, go for it. Yeah. So he sends me these goofy pictures <laughs> of him being down there and stuff like that. And those were all the thing, kind of things that we used to do when they were kids. Wow. And so now they get to live it out. They get to live it out. They share it with their significant yeah. others. and. That's a beautiful thing. All right, guys. I have Dr. Payton over here, and um, there's a time in this show where we play a little game. Uh-oh. I may be in trouble. Dr. Go Payton, what? this game is called This or That. Okay. You familiar with that? No. All right. So, you're a traveler, right? I'm a traveler. And let's say you went to the airport. Okay. You get to the airport. You don't have a destination in mind, but you're like, hey, I would go either here or there. Mm-hmm. There is Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And there is Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You only have a seven-day vacation. Mm-hmm. Which one are you going I go to Costa Rica. Gosh. I've been all over Hawaii. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Costa Rica. Get to enjoy some time there. Okay. All right. All right. So you get the gist, the, gist, the premise mm-hmm. of the game. I get the premise. Okay. You ready? You okay. ready for this? All right. We're going to have a little fun. Okay. It's going to be a point in time where the questions might get a little harder. I doubt it, but go ahead. Because <laughs> it's STEM, right? I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, so let's start off a little simple. Um, morning time, you're on the go. You need to get you some breakfast. Where you stopping? You going somewhere where you can get a good home-cooked meal? Or are you going somewhere where you can pop in and pop out like McDonald's, Starbucks? In the morning for breakfast, I would do the home-cooked meal because I usually cook. Okay. Morning. All right. So, along with that breakfast, you have the option of coffee or tea. Your coffee, coffee one, tea no, one. Tea. Tea. Okay. What's your favorite kind of tea? Uh, either an Earl Grey's with milk and sugar, or a um, a lemon. Lemon tea. Lemon spice. Lemon spice. Nice. Nice. Sounds really good. All right. Now, would you rather get rich? Through work, or would you rather get rich through the lottery? I'd rather get rich through the lottery. Man, <laughs> I done worked all my life. I mean, hey, the lottery number is up right now. No, I don't know. It's, it's, it's I don't high. play the lottery because I'm too cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty high, but um, wow. Okay, get rich through the lottery. All right, and so you kind of 
in the lottery you kind of you kind of got to tell everybody you won all this money how would you handle that I don't have to tell them because they the the media's already gonna tell them. <laughs> so I wouldn't say nothing. You just gonna get everybody. You you still gonna stay around the area. Hey, that's it. All right, nothing wrong with that. All right, now you you was a coach, you basketball coach, yes, basketball I was. basketball. All right, would you rather be three feet shorter? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Did you say I tall I am? I'm only five foot four. Okay. <laughs> this is where I'm about to go. I'm I'm okay, getting go for would it. you rather be three feet shorter? I don't know Spud Webb did it. Three feet uh three feet shorter or or three feet taller. Obviously three feet taller, right? Taller. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it's a question we had to ask. All right. Lifetime supply of Netflix or lifetime supply of Starbucks? Netflix. Netflix easily. Okay. What's your, what's some of your favorite things to watch on Netflix right now? Uh, probably anything that is reality related and stupid. <laughs> because it clears my. I mean, I don't know if you've ever watched this crazy show called The Floor Is Lava. Haven't yet. It okay. is like the dumbest thing to watch. And trust me, y'all, I did watch The Tiger King. The, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger King was, <laughs> was yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And that was in Oklahoma. That was so close to Texas. Right. Wait a minute. Okay. Right. I'm glad it was Oklahoma because we don't have to, we don't have to uh, 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 say, yeah, that was us. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then Tiger King was, uh, it, it was a, it was a thing for a while. I remember that hey. being really, really big. It, it was COVID. It was COVID. I, I blame right. Tiger King on COVID. We watched everything during, during those times, the oh, lockdown. Yeah. Okay, all right. You you a reader? Uh, of course, you're an author. Mostly technical type stuff. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm a. I love to listen to books. Okay, that's so what I, I always have books on my phone. Like right now, I'm listening to the uh, the fourth um, book of Bridgerton. Okay. Um, but you tell me I have to read a novel. Oh, you just you could poke my eyes out. With <laughs> But if you give me a technical manual, a science book, uh, a, a programming book, I'll be like in it. You read it through, like uh -oh. thoroughly. Oh wow! Okay. Uh -uh. Hey, nothing wrong with that. So, would you? Now you you retired in education. You still travel the lane of education, but as far as being inside of a physical classroom in that space under jurisdiction. Um, uh, <laughs> ISD, you give on. Yeah. Uh, would you, would you rather write curriculum for a district, or would you take your opportunity and do some freelancing for the military, do some more coding? I would rather do curriculum. Okay. Uh, because I've done the military thing. Okay. And some of the, some of the curriculum that's out there it's good mm -hmm. but um when you get a, uh like right now we're gonna have thousands of new teachers around yeah. this country uh coming into education yeah and they need a blueprint to go by to teach our kids yes ma'am they don't need to be trying to come up with stuff off the hip uh you know let me figure out if i got a pocket a pocket you know yeah. pocket lesson yeah they they need something that's going to help them to make their life easier to make them stay 
yeah. in education. Yeah. Because you can get an education and then it gets you so wound up. You you like, I'm done <laughs> uh, after the first two or three years. Because it's hard. education is hard. Yeah, it's a grind. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that. It's definitely a grind. It's definitely a grind. Uh, you got to love it. You're right. You got to love it. All right. Would you prefer to add three hours to each day? Or would you be okay with adding one extra day per week? Mm. I think I would do the three hours. Okay. Tell me why. Be. It won't feel like, because I'm already usually up doing things. I have weird, because I know people all over the world, I get weird phone calls at 2.30 in the morning. And they're like, we already know you up. So what you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that extra three hours would not really affect me. Okay. But the extra day. Mm. <laughs> and I know, you know, when you really look at it, you're still adding an extra day by adding the three hours. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah, eventually. But I mean, just the thought of an extra day versus a couple hours. Give me them three that three. Give me them three hours. Yeah. I'm good with that. All right. I really like that. I really like <laughs> that. Now let's let's turn it up just a little bit. Just a little bit. You ready? Okay. If you had to choose, if we had to break down the word stem, and you had to choose something that two things out of that that you can only use for the rest of your life: science, technology, English, mathematics. Two of those things you could use for the rest of your life. Two of those things you cannot use again. The science and the technology. Science and technology. Mm-hmm. Please tell me why. Elaborate. Uh, the the science part is something that I think about all the time. Um, the science part is the part that is the most neglected to me Mm. because when we talk about STEM, we talk about putting kids in STEM programs and we talk about people in STEM, we always talk about the engineers, you know, uh, you know, people say, well, my son wants to be an engineer. My daughter wants to be an engineer, but Mm -hmm. what kind of engineer do they want to be? You know, um, we always talk about that. We don't ever talk about the scientists as much. Right. And that's and but where we are today, we really need those scientists. For example, uh, epidemiologists, mm-hmm. you know, people that that look at diseases and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, some years ago, I asked a, um, a, a trainer when I was doing some of the AP bio training. OK. And, you know, kept getting pointed at because the guy would say, I can't tell you, but she can because, <laughs> you know, he was the the person doing the training and there are certain things that I could tell people that he couldn't tell them if they were first year AP bio uh, people. I asked him, I said, um, based on how evolution is, what do you think is going to be our evolutionary issue um, going forward? Mm-hmm. You know, are people going to change any differently? We already know what technology and stuff like that is doing. He said, it's going to be something on the microscopic level that brings us down. Wow. And that was in 2012, 10 years ago when I had that conversation. 
<laughs> and, you know, we have to have people that are looking at these things because we're constantly finding new things. We're, you know, uh -huh. you know, although there are people who live on every continent on this globe, uh -huh. there are still a lot of uncharted areas, undocumented right. areas. And as we open up, you know, new tombs where mummies are, as we yeah. open up new ground, we're opening up ourselves to exposure to new things mm -hmm. uh, on the biological level. And so that's where, you know, science is. And also looking at uh, not doctors and nurses, which mm -hmm. a lot of people say, oh, my baby's going to be a doctor, my baby's going to be a nurse. Uh, you know, I, I told you the other day about, I don't know if I told you, a young man who is in California, uh, I had interviewed on my show. Mm -hmm. And um, he is doing um, studies in uh, using adult human stem cells okay. to create cardiac tissue. Okay. And, you know, we, we've got to continue to look at that because, you know, heck, I want to live to be 150. Right. If not old. Right. So, <laughs> yes, one. You know. Get, you know, keep you know, keep me going, Advanced, keep my heart man. going, keep these yeah. old knees and these old shoulders going. <laughs> hey, yes, man, we need so, you. We need you, wrong. And um, um, the technology piece, it changes so fast, and we've got to be able to change with it. And then we got to take step back, steps back to see how to operate without it. Because look at the yeah. snowstorm of. Uh, 2021. Yeah. Remember that? Was it 2021? Yeah. You remember that snowstorm? Snowmageddon, yes. And snowmageddon. <laughs> um, my younger son was at his, his girlfriend's house. So I was home by myself those four days. No, um, no power. And because, okay, so you ain't got no technology. Mm -hmm. So what you gonna do? So, you know, I was able to stay warm. I didn't have my, my fireplace up and run it. I had this beautiful fireplace all these years, but never used it. <laughs> and so I um, ended up, because I've been in the military, I knew how to make a feel here. Mm -hmm. And I could keep a small room in my house at least uh, 10 degrees warmer than other parts of the house. Mm. So, so you survived. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and you did it. So you were saying you, you had to learn to do that with our technology. Mm -hmm. You weren't able, were you able to uh, like see any updates anyway, shape, form, fashion, probably through messaging, family? Uh, through messaging, through family. And I mean, my phone was a hotspot. Okay. And uh, we uh, have, you know, small um, um, power stations mm -hmm. at home. Okay. So I was able to keep things powered up okay and i could still watch some of the local news on tubi yeah whereas i couldn't watch it on television okay on my ipad yeah. so wow okay so with limited technology um you were able to get through that and mm -hmm. make it out okay so technology being as advanced as it is now i think something you just said was important someone being able to watch the future of things of that sort being able to progress beyond what we see right now 
What what um what type of jobs can STEM create that's oh in that spot? Oh my God. STEM can and has created so many things. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I gotta take myself for example. I'm going through dental work. You know, mm-hmm. I had a bridge on this side, had to have it taken out because I'd had it forever and ever and ever. So now I'm gonna get implants. And you know, back in the day, like I said, I was a dental tech. They used to put this goop in your mouth to take the impressions and stuff. Okay. Oh no. Oh no, no, no. Don't no, do that no more. No. Oh no, no, no. Not my doctor. <laughs> Not my doctor. Uh he does 3D imagery. He takes this mm-hmm. little thing and he runs it around on the inside of your jaw mm-hmm. and the outside of your jaw. And it looks just like your gums, color, everything, height. And they do all the measurements off of that. And, okay, who came up with that? <laughs> you know, you have to think about that. Who came up with that? Yeah. Um, you know, I see a lot of things getting um, less complicated um less threatening uh because god if you've ever had impressions taken that is the worst mm. mm-hmm. yeah i didn't mind doing it back in the day but i hated getting it done down to you okay so um you know technology has made things a little bit more easier a little bit more precise okay that you you don't get to 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 see I mean, you know, we thought we were, you know, the world thought it was in hot cotton when we were able to do ultrasound to uh, <laughs> tell if he was having a boy or a girl. Yeah. But now you can do uh, ultrasound to check your heart rhythms, to check, uh, you know, anything in your body, MRIs, all of that stuff. Where do we go from from there? Yeah. Where do we go from there? Wow. The possibilities are endless. Wow. All right. I think because <laughs> it's so it's that's rich. You know, that's yeah. that's super rich. Um and and it just opens up a lot. Mm-hmm. And and right now it's someone that's possibly watching this show and may be watching it now, maybe watching it six months from now, mm-hmm. might be two years from now, but they're going to look back and they're gonna remember the conversation that we're having right now about STEM and how related to the world um, that we live in it will be and how much stronger and progressive it will be is now being implemented all over all over the world in the classrooms mm-hmm. um, it's being powered through so many social activities mm-hmm. after uh, there's a lot that STEM is doing right now oh yeah oh yeah and um Speaking of STEM and the relation to across the world, that's kind of what your books are about. Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, my books are not just so much about STEM. It's how it relates to us. It's parents taking their kids and showing them a STEM world and how STEM uh, looked in the past Mm -hmm. and making them think toward the future. Uh, For example, as I mentioned earlier, my Hawaii book, I actually took my boys yeah. to see Kilauea. 
yeah. uh, volcano when we were living in Hawaii. We also went to Maui. Um, we also went to, to other places. So we talked about how the islands were were formed. Mm-hmm. We went up to Diamond Head, which is, oh my God, it's like walking up to the, the top crater of the volcano. Yeah. And um, in um, 2017, I think, Kilauea stopped erupting. Wow. Well, it had a massive eruption, which they had to clear out a lot of Puna. And uh, I had the opportunity to go to the area that got devastated in 2017, 16 through 17, uh, because of the major eruptions over there uh, when I was living there uh, in 2019 through 2020. Uh, But November 2020, I'm there and I, every Sunday I'd get up and I'd walk the lava lake, which used to be erupting. Mm-hmm. And this one particular Sunday, I decided I was going to walk it and it was too hot. Uh, so I was like, okay, I turned around and I walked back the other way. It was a four hour walk. Uh, what happened two weeks after that, the volcano erupted again. And it hadn't erupted in years. I mean, a couple of years, but doing those things, seeing those things. And here in Texas, oh my God, Texas is such a big enlightening state. Mm -hmm. If you don't take your kids to see Texas, there's a problem. Right. I mean, I've always something, you know, me and my younger son has been the big Ben national park in the last few years, but we have so many underground caverns, you know, why is it the same temperature underground? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what kind of animals are you going to find underground? All of those things are in that book. We talk about the rock cycle. Uh, if you can, can you tell me why the, um, the, our capital here in Texas is pink? No, but I the, would love to know. It's in the book. The Capitol <laughs> building is pink and it all deals with the limestone that they had to quarry, okay. uh, to build it. But it's all of those things and it's things that our kids can actually see. And they can question. And, right. you know, I, I wrote those books because a lot of military kids move all the time and they never get to, you know, they're like, oh, I'm leaving my friends. I'm leaving my house. I'm leaving my my life. But these books were written to give kids a idea of what they could actually do and see when they go to another duty station or another yeah. place. And so... Okay. And each each of these books are available. Can you please tell them the website? Um, the website should be flashing across the screen right okay. now, but each of those books are available. You can find them on uh, STEM ADV, which is for STEM Adventures uh, with Dr. Mary, or you can buy them on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and Walmart. So Taylor STEM Adventures Hawaii, Taylor STEM Adventures Texas. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And in a couple of days, um, Miss Miss Payton approved, we will be uh, attempting it. We will be giving away some books. We'll be yes. giving away a book or so. Um, we're going to find a kid out there, a family that deserves it, that really, really um, needs to know about STEM mm-hmm. and how important it is. Uh, can't wait. Can't I'm wait. Excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited about something. Because I asked you to do something. You was like, oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do a STEM activity. 
um a live stem activity we're gonna do a couple okay gonna do a couple let's have a little good time guys make sure you enjoy this if you're tuning in right now with with miss dr payton she holding it down right now she's about to do a stem activity i'm keeping it simple okay keeping it simple all right let me go in my pocket now rim is camera good for stem which way All right. Okay, this is a put that down. Okay, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Just like one of my children. (laughs) All right. Oops, oops, oops. All right. Um, Yeah, that's good. I want you to get these two coins. It's 30 cents. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a old school teacher. We ain't got no money. (laughs) I want you to get those two coins. Okay. Uh Without getting your fingers wet. You want me to get these two coins up without getting my fingers wet? Yeah. Let me help you. Okay. Because I, I was about to go there. I was about to. I was going to lift the plate up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> okay. So. Now, what, what does the candle do? Well, I'm gonna, we're going to talk about that. Let's talk second. it through. Let's do it. All right. So, got a candle. Okay. I'm going to move these coins a little bit so I can get my jar in there. Yes, ma'am. Hopefully, this will work in, the can- in front of the camera. All right. Give it a second. Okay. All right, now can you get the coins without getting your fingers wet? <laughs> what happened to the water? The water evaporated. It didn't evaporate. Oh! <laughs> Wait. Okay, hold on. Now nah, tell me, tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. What happened? Tell me what happened. Okay. After the flame went out because the flame went out due to lack of oxygen okay okay that's what caused the flame to go out but when the flame went out the pressure changed in the jar so you went from a low pressure area to a high pressure a low pressure area inside the jar okay uh the area outside the jar was a high pressure area so the water went to the low pressure hmm. to stabilize itself hmm. so it um it went up into the jar now okay. you know kids don't do this uh, activity by yourself because fire yes. is involved now you got a teenager little yeah. smart tail teenager <laughs> working with him every day all right now this so. is me all right put that 20 back down yes ma'am all right, you got a little smart tail twin uh, uh, um, teenager. teenager. Okay. Let me spread this out. Little smart tail kid. Put that down. <laughs> All right, we've seen this on a TikTok. Okay. Tell his kid if they can get this 20 without touching that plate, they can have it. 
Now, I'm not sure if this going to work, but we're going to see. Okay, let's Can try Can you get that. that 20 without touching that plate? Don't be looking for the edge. <laughs> that show what I was going to do to slip for that. Now, tell me what, what you would do, this, the, the stem way, because I see the corner. I'll just pull it out, but you're going to show me. I see it. I mm -hmm. see it. Okay, let's go. That's because I didn't stick it under that well enough. Let's see <laughs> if we can make this work. Okay. Okay. And we've seen a little girl do this on TikTok. Okay. With a hundred bucks and a daddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the flame is going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get to keep my $20. <laughs> I failed y'all, guys. <laughs> I failed y'all. We had, it's no way I was going to do that. <laughs> good job. Good job. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. So as the pressure changes, it also causes a vacuum inside of the jar. Yeah. And that vacuum causes suction inside of the jar. And it sucked up the plate. And you just pick the plate up. I just learned a few things today. Um, I hope <laughs> I hope that I can. We're gonna have to practice this again. Now. <laughs> you ain't see. You ain't put. You put a lot of pressure on me. You told me don't put no pressure on you. You put a lot of pressure on me. Look at that twenty dollars bill. I need gas right now. I could have used that. And I ain't. Oh man, that was good. That was good. Oh, but man. I mean, you know, I've been blessed to during my stints of not working out of the country i've been able to volunteer at different schools like in arlington i yeah. was at hill elementary then i've worked at um to be learning okay. uh over in fort worth and with um you know three to five year olds wow. doing stem activities and their parents have been like i cannot believe you you've had my my child or my grandchild doing these kind of things when kids come home and they explain to you, and they're four or five years old and they're uh -huh. explaining to you what sublimation is, uh, which is like you're dealing with dry ice and yeah. instead of it going from um, a solid, you know, like regular ice goes from uh, solid ice to water right. and then to gas as right. you're boiling it, uh, it goes straight from a solid to a gas. And the kids can explain sublimation to you. <laughs> and the parents would come and say, What'd you do to my child? <laughs> I did absolutely nothing to them. I just let them learn. Wow. <laughs> I learned today. So, all right. I'm, 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 I'm appalled. I'm appalled. <laughs> Why are you appalled? Because you got there's me so hyped many, about that. There's it's... so many things you can do at home yes. with your kids. And I'm a huge advocate for yes. uh, STEM at home. I don't care if you don't do anything but grow uh, uh, a plant. Yeah. You know, buy a box of, of lemon jello, make it, but put some in a little cup for your kid, take it out, put a couple of bean seeds in there mm -hmm. so they can see that plants have roots, where mm -hmm. the leaves come from, where does the stem come from, what happens to that coat outside of the plant? You know, those simple things that get your kid's mind 
going. Guys, you heard it right here. Dr. Payton, um, she she just definitely taught me if if anybody didn't learn something today, I 100% learned today. Um, all about STEM. All mm-hmm. about STEM. Uh, Dr. Payton. Yes, sir. Before we close, I, I want to ask two things of you. Okay. One, um, I know that we're going to do the book giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like if maybe you can give us a small list of activities, STEM-related activities that we can possibly uh, share out to, to families. Um, mm-hmm. Different at-home activities, um, very reliable, resourceful activities that we can possibly do. We think mm-hmm. we can create something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, now, here's the part of the interview where I kind of like to call tunnel vision. Uh, it's the closing portion portion of the interview. Um, it's it's always something that's mostly informative, and it, it, it relates to your story and your story only. But there's someone that is going to be the next Dr. Pay or planning to be the next Dr. Pay. They're, they're right now getting their feet wet, learning about STEM. Or they right now getting their feet wet, getting ready to go to the military. Or getting into education. All those great things that you've done. It's someone that's about to embark on their journey. And the advice that you have for them is worthy. So for the remainder of the time, I'm going to give you the floor and the opportunity <laughs> to speak to them directly and tell them the great things that's ahead for them. The first thing I want to say is to parents, open up the STEM opportunity to your kid. Um, you know, if you have a son or daughter that, that wants to help you cook something, let them help. Uh, because from cooking, you learn so much in STEM. You learn pressure, you learn temperature, you learn changes in in states of matter. All of that comes from cooking. Uh, You learn, um, uh, you know, substances, mixtures, you know, the homogeneous mixtures, the heterogeneous mixture. Mm -hmm. All of that comes from cooking. Uh, And you can learn that if you're, if you change, you know, teach your child how to change a car because you're, you're dealing with force and motion. Uh, take your kids to places. And a lot of people say, well, my kids can't be in STEM because we don't have money. Um, money is not always, STEM is not always money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, grow a plant with them. Tell them what you do at work. I think the most memorable, one of the most memorable shows I ever did, um, a young man did not know that his father was a petroleum supply engineer in the military. Wow. And he was an aerospace engineer. He just thought his father was a in the military. That's all he knew. He never knew what he did. Tell your kids what you do. Um, if you are a person in STEM, you're not by yourself. Create your community. That was one of the things that I love doing with my show was I created this STEM community that now I can uh, reach out to people all over the world, not just people in Texas, not just people in the United States. Mm -hmm. When I say all over the world, 
I mean, there are, I have friends in India, we keep up with each other. I have friends in Tunisia, I have friends in Vietnam, I have some friends that just went back to Thailand today. Uh, and I was just telling you about my friends in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, there are people out there that are doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. or at least they may be thinking about it. You know, make yourself a, a group, find groups that of like people. But the biggest thing is have fun. Have fun. Have fun. A lot of people think that people in STEM are these nerdy people. Um, yeah, we're a bunch of nerds. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> we are. But we still like, you know, playing sports. We still like uh, dancing. We still like driving fast when you shouldn't be. Because <laughs> if you're in Hawaii and you're on the other side of the island, you can take your foot. Okay, let me stop. Uh, <laughs> yes, man. Just let the gravitation pull you down the hill. <laughs> but, you know, see the world. See as much as you can. Maybe not so much now, but when mm-hmm. things get, um, you know, as things change. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, share. 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 Find a problem. Uh, let's solve it like uh, 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 Van- Vanilla Ice used to say. <laughs> 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 Guys. You heard it right here on the famous non show. We had the legendary, the great Miss Dr. Payton. Um, she talked about a lot of great things. Uh, I hope that this show was very informative to you. I learned a lot myself. Please make sure you go out and support Taylor Stems. Like these books need to be off the shelf, please. <laughs> She's doing wonderful things in her community. And for that, we end by saying, stay famous. I have to give you <laughs> I feel like I really learned a lot. Really? But yes, because I, I told you I'm fairly new in this space. So um, my district is moving to and yeah mansfield has has totally surpassed y'all yeah i mean fort worth has been way ahead of y'all and so is dallas but yeah that's why i'll i'll be doing some stuff with um ellis elementary probably yeah you'll be talking i'm getting you to my school definitely um okay